Hey, Lauren, what are you doing? Uh, smoking, what are you doing? Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and start getting baked with the bakers because it's me, Chris. <laughs> it's me, Lauren. <laughs> Here for another good time talking to our best friends on getting baked with the bakers. That was good. Here on it. We always have a, a little debate in the beginning on who's going to do the <laughs> intro because we don't know what to do. And I didn't tell her the plan. <laughs> Let's see. Straight of the day. Tahiti treat. A uh, treat to smoke, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Bread a from yeah. by Eleven Lemons Farms and great, great strain. We grew it a couple times this year so far. Or last year, I guess, because now it's 2022. But <laughs> we grew it a couple times in the 2021 season. Yeah, it was very beautiful. We've had it range from so many different colors. All the same fino. Yep. And yep. they just handle well with the weather. We've had purple. We've had one that really held up well after a storm, which was surprising because it got split in half. Yep. Taped it back up, though, and threw the net around it, and it just kept on growing. It was one of our bigger plants, and great testing at the end of the year. And oh, yeah. Such a such a good one. We got it going in the uh, uh, Golden Standard Craft Seeds room, too, mm-hmm. after hitting it with some of our pollen, and hopefully have seeds harvested off that here in about two to three weeks, which is awesome. And she's busting. Uh-huh. She oh, some big good. seeds. Such a good yielder. Such big buds. I mean, it's... It's an impressive sight to see for sure. It was the, such a great smell also. And then we also got a tray full of clones, two trays oh, of clones yeah. off Those it too. Those trays are beautiful oh, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, They're they so rooted. filled out. It's cool. Yeah. I love taking clones. They have so much potential. It could go you know, so many different ways with clones, that's yeah. for sure. But yeah, we are doing really good. You know, Have our trays going of our clones. We just started some new seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, we got our lava runs and our cherry squares finishing up. Those yep. mothers are looking beautiful. Yeah, yep. It was so cool whenever you pulled that leaf and we could see the actual trichomes are purple. I yeah. mean, some of them. You can yeah. definitely see the white, and it, it's a cool contrast. It's, it's cool from seeing that purple how that. To the white trichomes. The purple kind of like creeps up through the middle it, of yeah. the stalk, and it's still got the clear around the outside of yeah. it. And then pulling all the leaves and having our fingers just covered in the purple. Oh, yeah. Because it was, you know, all purple all the way through, purple all day. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's so cool to see, especially after growing a green version of it earlier yeah. in the year. But just because it's been out there in that cold greenhouse, it's really shown a whole nother potential to it. And yeah, those lava runs are purple, or they're black. They're black. They're way more black than the purple on yeah, the Yeah, it's so hard squares. to get a picture of it, yeah. too, just because of that contrast with it being so bright during mm-hmm. the day. And then that black plant, it's kind of, it's wild. I would yeah, never it's thought. Yeah, that cover crop, too. The cover crop is loving it out there in the cold temps. Uh-huh, it is. I mean, it is growing so quick. I've had to chop it way more often than <laughs> yeah. I typically do. But, I mean, that's a good thing. It helps with, you know, the composting action yeah. and all that we got going in the soil you and everything. You can really see but, how the soil's doing, too. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. It's, it really makes me excited for the next run of so, next run of plants in that soil because you can tell yeah. how, how active it is. And I mean, going out there after... A 25 to 30 degree night and it's the plants are still just thriving it's you know holding around 40 degrees in the greenhouse with the heater and it's it's so cool that even with those extreme conditions they're just loving it because of the soil it's pretty cool whenever you go out there and you check on them and you know i like to look in the cover crop when i go look at the plants because it really lets you know how you're doing in the soil obviously Mm -hmm. the cannabis is going to show you too but the cover crop will be your first inkling yeah when something's going on you can see deficiencies yeah Yeah. in the cover crop before you'll see them in the the cannabis itself so yeah kind of paying attention to that and 
you know, when you got so much cover crop too and chopping it down, it really helps with your nutrient intake and all that and yeah. dropping it down, how much you need to feed it. And it's, it's just cool all around. It's cool whenever we're out there in our own, you know, area, getting everything set up, testing our limits, really pushing ourselves out there. Mm -hmm. It's nice to go and feel the pots and you can literally feel it <laughs> composting. That's the reason we're really able to run yeah. in these crazy temps. I like, I like what we got going. Yeah, yeah. And these beautiful little seeds that we got going yep, out there yep, i love the germination rate on it uh-huh i know we got a good whole 100 mm -hmm. across the whole tray this time and happy faces started a good handful of molten core one-to-one -one, which we ran our last year in colorado oh, yeah. for coop and such a big beautiful plant great yeah, yield, it, great great smells beautiful. like a citrus farm on it mm -hmm. and, and i mean that was yeah that was such a fun one i'm excited to get to run that again and have that available for the patients and yeah, that's cool. By Ocean Grown, I believe on that one. And yeah, it's really good for. It's cool. Those those were some cool seeds to get to go buy in person from the breeder yeah. himself and talk to him about the potential for patients and everything and great experience all around. So having having that attachment to it kind of almost makes the plant that much better for us. Oh yeah, it was a good experience. That was very. It was cool with that being our first show yep. and having someone being so open with it. Mm -hmm. I really liked that. Then we also got some Hamburglar going. And it's yeah. We started twelve of those. All twelve of them sprouted. Most Consistent of them, sprouts. Too. Yeah, and they look they look great too. And we're 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 showing those a lot. We're gonna be showing progress on those on our our Instagram pages because you know we we use testers and need testers and showcasers for our golden standard seeds, and it's really hard to kind of find good people to help us out with that. And so we're kind of using these to help show kind of what we would like to see from other people that you know want to work with us and collab with us and help show what our genetics have for potential you know what the best way to go about that is yeah it's kind of hard waiting waiting through all the people that want to test and finding good quality people so just maybe giving them a little insight of what we want will be mm -hmm. easier whenever we ask people we're, we want them to know what we're asking of them yeah. i mean it's not too too much it's just when we're sending out our seeds, we really want to get back certain information. Because yeah, we, we put a lot of time oh, and yeah. money and effort and our, all that already into getting them to the point they're at. So being able to really have a good solid team to work with makes it easier for us. And I mean, I know this is a common problem amongst a lot of breeders and everything. So I feel it's something that's worth touching on just to kind of help everybody so we can help build better genetics mm -hmm. for all of us to grow together and have better medicine for the patients. and. I mean, one of those things that we're really kind of looking for is someone to just kind of really show the plant's maximum potential as well as the grower's maximum potential. I mean, it's almost a, a way to look at it as a, you know, a resume or, you know, just kind of a logbook of really what, what you got going on. We're not really looking for any crazy tricks or anything wild, but more or less, I mean, topping and doing your, your kind of, you know, low stress training. And, what would you, what you would traditionally yeah, do? Yeah, because we're, we're, a lot of times we're also trying to aim to keep the farmer in mind because we would like to see a lot of these strains growing at a large scale for the patient so it can be available for the patient so going too hardcore on something and almost bonsaiing it or something like that isn't necessarily what we're looking for just because it's not necessarily what a farmer is going to do when they're trying to grow it on a large scale and a lot of times we like to see a larger plant and I know that's hard for tent growers and everything and we definitely always try to keep the tent grower in mind because they are a big part of the community and we do like to help with patient grows and all that as much as we can but keeping that farmer in mind too so we can get the good yield of a good quality product for the patient and 
it's a it's hard to find the people that can do that for us and yeah I think definitely taking pictures because we like to have that for our own personal log of what each strain has to offer so when people ask us we're like here we go from seed to flower we can show you what our plants look like how yep. consistent they are we really you know when we give you a set of seeds if you have the room grow them all out pheno hunt them we yep. want to know what they're yep. fully capable of have some have some fun with if you want to have some fun with half of them if you get them all to spread out and you want to do some fun tricks and do whatever with half of them go for it but Leave a few some, that are, yeah. we want to see exactly what you have to offer. We want to, if you do an IPM, we want to see what you're, you know, yep. what they can handle. We want to know if it's PM resistant. We want to know if it yeah. didn't have any bugs on it. Maybe, the, you know, your bricks content's higher in certain strains. Those are the kind of things we want to know. I think it'd be cool to start working on a list of questions, just yeah. easy ones that, you know, any kind of breeder could use to send out to their testers. And we're all about sharing grow information and how how we grow and what our grow processes and stuff like that and what kind of IPMs we might use. So if you share that information and are open to us sharing it with other people so we can all help as a community grow better, then we, we'd love that too just because we love sharing info. So if you guys are open for that too and are there to team up and help spread the education, spread the info on growing, we would love that even more because that's just you know another big part of it. Yeah, we are going to grow this out for... A uh, wonderful guy. We did a giveaway with him. Uh huh. Soho. Yep. He's 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 cool. He has a bunch of different strains and stuff. So we're gonna give it a go, and we're gonna actually we grew out twelve of them. We're gonna pheno hunt them out and pick the best mothers and yep. Um, flourish from there. Yeah. Hopefully, run some in the greenhouse and then run some on the outdoor. On the full season, yeah. That's gonna go ahead and prep us into our. Our other um, taking, mothers. Yeah, we're going to take some more clones from our other mothers. We already started our seeds for yep. our little babies that yep. we're going to feed them. We started hunt a whole bunch of seeds back, what, in the beginning or middle of January, beginning of, well, actually, what was it more like the middle of December? Yeah. That we started a whole bunch of seeds so that we could start picking out some mothers to take clones off of for this year. Yeah, we have some right now that are ready, our mothers. We got three of them. We're about mm -hmm. to start taking some more clones. Definitely That's, excited about some of the guide yeah. dogs that we got yeah. going. We got some beautiful guide dog plants. I know I posted some pictures of them. People were really excited about those. They're some big, beautiful plants. And it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be exciting to get to have another row in the greenhouse of that because last time we did that it was it was such a treat and such a great strain for pain oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And, yeah, Definitely uh, one of those saver ones where you, yeah, you keep yeah. it for your bad days. Yeah, yeah. we're definitely looking forward to our full season. I mean, we're prepping for that light depth. We love light depths, but it's going to be cool to see here at Lost Highway where we can get set up, mm -hmm. you know, in our own way that's accessible for us and yeah. that has us in mind. Because we, we definitely, you know, try to do the best we can to make as, you know, big a dent in creating a lot of good quality meds for the patient, but we also do grow in a little bit different way than a lot of people because we, you know, almost scale down while scaling up because we keep things handicap accessible and easy for us to maintain because we both have our disabilities we've got to keep up with. So being able to not set ourselves up to fail by having too much work is, you know, a big part of it and kind of showing those tricks of almost, you know, ergonomical work ways mm -hmm. to do things the best the fastest with the best results so that it's easiest on us as the worker and slowly build up a farm that's you know the way we want it to be so we can keep doing what we want and 
it's it's a lot of fun to be getting to do that right now and getting a lot of sorrel set up and finally yeah. getting the greenhouse ready to go with the warmer weather finally rolling in and yeah, with everything being accessible and ready to go for us, we definitely have it set up to where if one of us has to take a day off, the other person can fully take over, which yeah. is amazing and you know very important to us. We're always staying busy. Chris has been working out at another farm. Yeah, yeah up, up outside of Tahlequah, you know, in the Tulsa region, working for so with a great, great group of guys up at Zadie's Medical Farm. And they have a an indoor that we're getting ready to do some harvesting on here later this week, and which is really exciting. It's going to be the first round on their indoor run that they've been working real hard. These guys have been kicking some ass the last couple of years, yeah, reinvesting good. in themselves every year to get better and ha be set up to you know have the best product available for the patient with the patient in mind. And it's awesome to see some more people like that. And yeah, every single one of their rooms, it's cool to see all the different strains, how they have it set up. It's cool to see them working through. Yeah, and they're, they're definitely trying all everything they can to make sure what they're doing is the best decision moving forward and always being ready to adjust with however they need to to make sure they're doing the right thing in the end. And we're gonna, we're gonna be doing a couple of organic greenhouses out there that's gonna be so awesome, you know, setting up with some living soil style grow out there. And, Definitely for the patients. Definitely for the patients, and that they really understand that. And, you know, finding some more people that really understand that and want to run the strains and all that and the techniques that create that better product to you know really relieve ailments is pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool seeing other people not growing the same thing over and over. It all looks the same. It all smells, well, it doesn't really have a smell. It's all exactly the same. Yeah. It's cool to see some variety. Walk in, you know, open the door and you're like, ooh, this smells good. Yep. This has got good potential. Yep. That's, that's definitely, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I know that's one thing that we're, we're working on hard for Lost Highway is trying to, you know, we want, we want to have strains that everybody likes, but trying to find some that really dial in for our setup and our environment that we can, we can grow to their maximum potential and that are also going to, you know, help the patients with their, their needs and everything. And so if you guys have strains you want, you know, in particular, whether they're one-to-ones or two-to-ones or, you know, high CBD, high CBG, whatever it is, let us know. Send us a message. We'd be more than happy to try and see what we can't do to help meet the patient's wants and needs for certain strains and yeah there's definitely people out there to get clones if there's certain strains you want and the nice thing about breeding your own mm -hmm. seeds is that you can you know actually breed in <clears throat> particular um benefits yep. in the plants even if it's environmental or with the cannabinoids yeah, and the... like with our we're we got some cherry squares going in the breeding room right now too because yeah. it's so great for for stomach gross. and appetite and all that and really helping stimulate gut health and that's something that is a big thing in this household and we know it is for a lot of other people so we made sure to put that into our our program just because yeah we really want those those strains that are going to hit it at home for us as patients and for other patients and it's pretty cool to get to be able to do that and we definitely do love helping the patient at home grow and if you ever have any questions with a home grow no matter what your scale is big or small we'd love to answer them in any way we can and yeah and if you're local we could even come up and help you get set up yeah it's our we have some you know hopefully plans for the future of 
helping people get set up and yeah. just, yeah. you know, helping everybody that, any way we can. It's nice to see people using your techniques and coming yeah. to you with questions and seeing them flourish. It's, it's very humbling and yeah. That's one of those things, as we said, is as patients ourselves, we understand how demanding and hard it can Mm -hmm. be to really run and grow or to grow a lot of plants or to grow enough medicine just to keep yourself going because the cost can be high to buy it from dispensaries. So the ways we've developed to grow is, you know, with, you know, we're we're getting the maximum potential of the plant, but not overworking ourselves or our, our input is kind of lower and we're not overfeeding and we're not overworking ourselves and really just kind of setting things up in a way to keep it therapeutic as you grow because that's such a big part of it too and what did that what was that one video you showed us or you showed me where that guy was talking about people stopping their pharmaceuticals yeah and then they're yep. just putting yeah the that was a sorrel king i can't remember who shared it on instagram but sorrel king had you know was out there i'm not sure what the context was but he was talking on video about how the inputs that go into your plant, if you're trying to get off of pharmaceuticals and because of the way the pharmaceuticals affect you and affect your nervous system can cause negative outcome with the way it affects you. A lot of those pharmaceutical companies are also in the fertilizer businesses and are using a lot of the same chemicals that they're using because the plant system and the human system kind of have a lot of similarities. And so the nutrient uptake and all that, that they're kind of using bad chemicals. So if you want to avoid those nervous system attacks, you can't really use techniques and inputs that are going to still give you that same nervous system attack by having that nutrient density of whatever it is they're doing in your plant. Especially if you're doing edibles or oils or anything like that, that's going to stay in the plant. That's a crazy thought. It's so When he said that, I'm like, damn yeah that's good that's that's a really good way to think about it so everybody that's trying to escape that you know even as home growers you have to be cautious and we've had a lot of friends back in colorado that had negative effects from certain fertilizers and Mm -hmm. ipm regimens and stuff like that even cooper can't really metabolize certain chemicals and whatnot because of his stomach problems and everything because it only operates at a certain level so that's really what drove us to you know, grow a certain organic way and avoid negative inputs, but we didn't quite 100% understand exactly how that was going on. But as we've grown over the last eight years, we've really learned a lot more about how those things make it all the way into the human body after it's grown. And seeing him say it like that, seeing a lot of other people in it kind of really, again, sparked it for us and made us see how it's happening and Mm -hmm. something to think about and, you know, there's a lot of us out there that are more than willing to help you avoid those inputs in your plants and grow it right. Yeah, make sure that it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it too, keeping it sustainable for the planet because we, as you know, a lot of people have read in a great book that the original inventor of synthetic fertilizers and all that thought it was such a great thing when he created it, but by the time he was getting older in his life, he saw the negative impacts it created on the land and him, he himself started to go back to preaching organic inputs because he realized, you know, if you're, if you're messing with things, you, it all adds up in the end. Yep. It all has to go somewhere. You, you know, it doesn't, you can't flush it out. Mm-mm. You ain't flushing nothing out like in the that. end. It doesn't work like that. It's already it's in already the plant tissue. Up, yeah. yeah. You know, and then when you're flushing it out, where is it going? It's going into the water system, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's, you have to treat it out. And now we have these water plants putting all these negative chemicals in our water and, 
it all ends up somewhere. You really got to be cautious about what we're doing. And with how many people are now home growing, mm -hmm. all the home growers matter, especially if you got a greenhouse out in your backyard and you got runoff going into the ground. Really think about what that runoff is because it's all going down into the water table, which then goes to the farms and goes to the ponds and goes to the lakes. And it's. We got to protect it. We, we got to protect it. So important. Mm hmm. Well, this was a really good one. This was, you know? We, we always have a, a list of notes at the beginning that we go off of. This one strayed pretty hard. <laughs> but that's all right. That. I'm happy, you know, in the ending. Had a good twist there. I liked that a lot. And, Me too. You know, hopefully people have something good to take from it. And as always, we're here for any questions you guys have, any topics you want to go over. We're always welcome to have some guests on. If anybody wants to make it on out here into the boonies for some smoke sesh, oh, dude, we'd, love, we'd love to have you guys out. But we know we're out here and it's a stretch. <laughs> but here we are, Chris and Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for letting us talk and we appreciate you guys. Getting baked with the bakers. Until Hell next yeah. time. You guys have a good night or day or whenever you listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a good time. <laughs>